Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to help you in your normal... Oh, shoot. And this is the podcast to make you feel normal in your everyday life. What's up, guys? Hello. Okay, so here's the deal. When Wit and I threw out there some topics that we wanted to talk about in the new year, uh, one of the biggest ones we had some listeners respond to and say is that they want to know how, how do you phrase this? How soon to date after divorce or how soon to introduce kids? Yeah. I think the big one is how soon do you introduce kids after, like once you start dating someone after divorce. And here's the deal. Like Whit and I don't have the normal scenario. (laughs) No, Britt and I both moved on rather quickly. Yeah. From our last divorce and things just clicked and worked out. And so we didn't really date a lot of people. I know. I'm trying to like think back to, I really didn't in both, like after both of my divorces, like my first one, I met, uh, my last ex-husband, gosh, still (laughs) doesn't matter how many times you talk about it. It's still so awkward. Uh, like at the same time as well. Right. So going through that, um, we knew things were over and our divorce was like, in the process, I guess. And that's when I met husband number two, husband number two. <laughs> I can't, I can never take it serious. Um, yeah. And so even, even back then to the first one, I didn't have like this dating period. I was just kind of like bing, bong, boom, bang, just one after the other. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Well, for me, when you have an affair and then you marry that person, that's, there's no dating. Like, <laughs> Wit didn't do a lot of dating on that one. It did a lot of sleeping around. No, just kidding. For those of you who are new, refer back to episode nine, nine <laughs> and you will hear all about that. <laughs> a little teaser there for you. We don't make jokes out of affairs, but we laugh. But because... this is a joke. No, I'm just kidding. This is real life, people. Real life, not a drill. So no, it was really fast and I feel like I moved on really quickly. And then even after my second divorce, same thing. I mean, here's the deal though. We knew it was over probably for years. I'm not going to lie in that one. Yeah. I mean, we were both miserable. It wasn't working. We were totally different people. There were, there was some good in there, but we knew for a long time that it just wasn't there. So here's what I have a lot of people ask me if like, I felt like I was doing something wrong because I technically wasn't divorced when I met Mark. And, and, and I say no, because legally, right? Yes. There are the laws. Like if anybody's out there and, and I know firsthand personally, sure, people that are out there that are in the same scenario that like meet someone and they're not quite legally divorced yet. Right. Paperwork hasn't gone through. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just a bad, terrible person, but I, that's what I was thinking. I mean, (laughs) I'm a sinner. No, but really in my case and everybody's case is it's, it's all personal, right? In my case, I don't feel like I was doing something wrong because a, we knew it was over for a long time. B, we separated so many freaking times. I mean, before we actually like had our divorce finalized, my ex and I were on and off a billion times. I mean, it was gross at that point. It was like, how many times can you leave and walk away and then come back? 
Oh, right. never mind. I love you. I miss you. I want you back. I mean, honestly, the last time we we were like a couple days away from our divorce being finalized, right? And it was one of those, oh, I miss you. Let's I want to give this back. one Let's, last shot. Let's and really so, work on this. Yeah. And so, of course, I was vulnerable and I did. And within a matter of like a week or so, it was like, oh, never mind. Don't want to be here. Don't love you. And so I remember there's a point to this tangent. I remember like calling my attorney and just being like, I cannot wait a full another 90 days, 90 days you wait for your divorce to be finalized here in Utah. And I was like, I cannot wait another full 90 days. I I just, I did all the time. It was like prison time. It was like, I did the time. I'm counting down the days. I was starting over. Yeah. Like I was almost released and it was, it felt like I was being sentenced again. Like, no. And so he actually worked some things out with the judge. And when the judge kind of knew our situation, our story, he actually granted the divorce and it was finalized in like a week. Well, in this time period. Yeah. Like I had then met Mark, um, And that's where it all kind of comes full circle, right? Like I met Mark when my divorce wasn't finalized yet. And so you have to understand, like mentally, I was out of this for a while. It sounds like you probably both were. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't like I had my ex-husband begging me to stay and I was just like, sorry, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, sorry, I'm out of here. I found someone else. It was just over. And we both knew it was. I think we just had a hard time accepting it because of the kids maybe the idea of like yeah sure I mean even in my situation where you know a lot of stuff went down it was still we still went to counseling we still tried to figure out you know should we try to make this work should we try to move past everything should we I mean because we had a lot of issues yeah and we you know so it was kind of like okay we need to move through this we need to you know what are we going to do we have a child together yeah are we going to make this work are we just going to go our separate ways. You know, I mean, yeah. that's, I don't know. I think for a long time, both of us were kind of miserable anyway. Yeah. You know, but it's, I mean, I moved on, like my divorce was final finalized in February and I got remarried in April. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Fast. yeah, I was kind of the same way. I think Mark and I were like maybe six months after, which, you know, isn't, really, really fast, but is not a long time either. And I think religiously people struggled with it. Like if the people in my life that were religious, that's where it was like, oh my gosh, I'm sinning. I'm still married technically. And I'm with this other person. But in my mind, I just wasn't, I just wasn't. Everyone's everyone's moved on. A piece of paper means shit to me at this point. Well, when you you do have to wait so long and you know you're done. Yeah. It's almost, it was weird in my divorce too, because it was like, we were in this weird period for months of, are we going to work it out? Are we not going to work it out? Are we going to work it out? Are we not going to work it out? And I felt like it went back and forth so much. And then finally that decision was made because I think we made that decision in like July and it's weird because it was all of a sudden like, okay, we're done. Like all of a sudden, I mean, not all of a sudden the fillings and everything's gone, but it's kind of like okay, we've made a decision. This is the path we're on. I'm going to move forward with my life. You know, it took us, we were told not to file paperwork until the next year for tax purposes. So we didn't end up waiting the full 90 days either because we filed in January and it was finalized in February. But that from July until then, like we were done. Yeah, It was over. 
We were well, only waiting for a piece of paper. And in your situation too, that's, it's so different because it you different. met someone, right? Like, and, and really fell in love, head you over know, hills, head over sure. hills. It wasn't just some fling, some whatever. I mean, you fell in love. This was your person. Not just a piece of ass. No. Sometimes I still say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, and so I think it's even harder. It's like, really, at that point, your marriage isn't, unfortunately, it's just not, it's, right. it's not, what's the word, valid, even on paper anymore well, to yeah, you? It's, it's like, of, well, and that's the thing, like, once my ex-husband found out, like my husband at the time, once I told him what had happened and what was going down, then it was like an emotional roller coaster of, yeah. are we going to work it out or not, or that was the probably the hardest part of the whole thing and the roughest time of my entire life but it was once that once we finally made that decision of we both just need to go our separate ways yeah and we're just not going to be together as a couple anymore then it was it kind of was like freeing like yeah i'm waiting for my divorce to finalize but I have moved on. Yeah. It's not a thing where, and, and anybody out there can judge, go ahead, judge away. Like yeah, until you're it's... in it, really until you're in it, like it's not a thing where you're like, oh, well, I'm going to wait these 90 days to go be with the person I really love and care about. Like just because legally I'm supposed to, or morally I'm supposed to, like when right. you're in it. I had already crossed all the moral boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> so. It was already a goner. No, but like. Well, and even for my situation, there was no reason in my book. It was like I wasn't being inappropriate. We were already we were already filed for divorce a million times. It was like, how many times can you wait to be divorced? You know? And like you said, once that decision was finally just like, okay, no, this is the end. Yep. Uh, why wouldn't I want to go continue with something that makes me so happy? And made me feel so good about myself and made me feel like I was so worth it. Right? Right. Why yeah, you're would not, I? You're not, you're definitely not going to be like, pump the brakes. Yeah. Sorry. Come well, back in 90 days and we'll talk about it. But it also wasn't like, I don't know. It was so different in my case too, because like this was the brother of one of my best friends. So it was like, we were already like hanging out with my, you know, sister-in-law and and playing right, games so it was almost like, like a group they, thing not like yeah not like oh you pick me up at seven not like you went yeah. out looking to date you weren't on tinder or bumble no. or anything you were this was like a group your friend oh, introduced you to a, her brother yeah I and mean, not even to date right oh heavens no like that's the thing I mean I think I told this story like back in the very beginning of our podcast but I mean the way I even met Mark was because I was going through my divorce and it was a really shitty time. And at the, I, it's hard not to say names, but at the time, my sister-in-law, who's one of my best friends, uh, she, she felt so bad. She's like, you've got to come over, you know, my mom insists you come over for our family, you know, Christmas thing and make gingerbread houses. Like all of our kids knew each other. Right. And so she's like, my mom insists you come over. I don't want you sitting at home on Christmas, like by yourself, you know? And, and I remember being like, no, I don't want to be that lame divorce girl you know, divorce friend at your party, like trying to act like I care about anybody. Right. And it just so happened that Mark was there and his little girl like climbed up on a stool and said hi to me and like told me I was pretty. And it was just kind of like, 
who is this kid? I'm going to put her in my pocket for moral support. Like it was just all a joke. And Mark was standing in the kitchen, like asking his mom to make him quesadillas. And, and I ripped a little, that was the first time I ever met him. And I ripped a little joke being like, Oh, that's cute. Like you still ask your mommy for food, you know? Little and did you know you were going to become the new mommy. Little did I know I was going to be making this man food the rest of my life. But no, it was so random. And we even that day, nobody left there being like, oh, that Mark There's guy. Someone. Yeah. No, like we just talked and we had a lot in common. And he was a single dad and I was about to be a single mom again. And, you know, he kind of told me his crazy story. And anyway, it just from there on, it just kind of happened. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like I was out there being like, oh, I just filed for divorce. Like I'm out on Tinder just trying to hook up, you know? Right. Well, you know, so yeah, Britt and I don't have normal dating life after divorce. Yeah. That's basically the whole point of what we were just saying. Like Our big tangent we just went yeah. <laughs> But we do have exes that date. Yes. So we're on the opposite end where we see what our exes are doing and what our kids are going through at their dad's house. Yeah. And, you know, kind of the situation with that and some of the do's and don'ts that we, uh, how do I say that, Brett? Like things that we would prefer they not do. Yeah, or, pretty much. You know. We have no control over it, but we prefer that they wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I guess we had some people write in and kind of want to know our opinion on when to introduce your kids and how soon. And here's my biggest piece of advice, because who am I? What do I know? I'm just Brit over here. Just you're Brit on a podcast. I'm just Brit on a podcast, like saying some stuff. Okay. But <laughs> here's the deal. This is not a professional opinion. That's what no, we're saying. Okay. No, take this with a grain of salt. Um, but my advice just of like what we've been through, uh, I suggest that you wait to introduce your kids until you know for sure that this relationship is really going somewhere or like I'll even go as far to say it has the potential to really go somewhere where you know both of you are like really into it. And why do I say that? Because my ex, like, you know, we're super civil. We get along great. Um, but I've I've watched him introduce the kids. And here's the deal. I don't think he would be bothered if I shared this because I think he learned from it too. Well, we're about to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. So... If you don't hear this part, it got edited out. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no. So there's been a couple times where he has dated, uh, my ex has dated a lot, and he has dated a couple women that have had children. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is I think it was a thing where in his defense, because they had children, he was just like, oh, cool. Like we can hang out and our kids can hang out. And right. Our, and that and makes the, it easy. Yeah. And the yep. kids can play and whatever. And here's the deal. Like, I didn't even judge this at first. I didn't really care. I had no thoughts about this because Mark had a daughter and we hung out right away and all of our kids hung out. And so it wasn't like this weird thing. But what happened is the first individual, my son and her daughter were the same age and they got very close and they really loved each other. And, you know, my daughter really loved this, this girl and, um, they, it was just like this really great thing. And then what happens is when the breakup comes, right? Like my kids are left devastated. And, I, and I'm sure her little girl was too. And she was devastated. 
but but I don't see that part of it. I see my kids. Right, of course. And so I see my daughter like crying for a few weeks because she just was so distraught over this girl not being in dad's life anymore. And then, you know, a few months down the road, here comes another one. And she had three kids. Okay. And like this chick was awesome. I was fully on board with this. I was a little bit like hesitant. Okay. Because he did introduce my kids like literally day one to her and I think after the experience that just happened a few months prior you're a little guarded I was a little more guarded where I was like ah like I watched you know I hate to use names but I watched my our middle daughter really struggle with this last relationship and this last breakup why in the world would you introduce her from day one like I'm talking on their first date okay like first date day one (laughs) Might be a little soon, okay? And not not kids to kids, but first his first date with her, he introduced my kids to her. Okay. Like our kids to the to the woman, right? And um and I was a little taken back by it. Like, come on, did we not just learn, you know, from what just happened? But I embraced it because he said to me, No, like this is one I can really see something going with, you know, whatever. And so I was like, Okay, great. And then all the kids got introduced, right? Right. And so all the kids became so close. And every weekend that my kids were over there, they were all together. They were like doing things like a family. I mean, I really thought, oh, this could be. This could be it for him. This could be it for him. And this could be Mm stepmom, right? And I fully embraced it. I thought she was an awesome mom. Um, You know, my daughter would come home all the time with like the cutest nails, hair, whatever. I embraced it. But again, when the breakup comes you know, five months down the road, whatever it was, my kids are left devastated again. Now that was the point I kind of put my foot down with my ex and said, no more. Yeah. I want, I never want them introduced to somebody ever again, unless you are going to put a ring on it. Or this is somebody that like is future. Right. And I'm, and I'm usually not like the bitchy ex who puts my foot down. Well, and as the ex-wife, we don't want to be involved in our ex-husband's love lives. Like that is not somewhere we want to be. No, get on with your bad self. Yeah, like, I don't do care. do you. But when it affects the kids, that that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah, like when my when my daughter's coming home just like super upset and devastated, you know, um, that's when it became a problem for me. Yeah. So I think that's where I pull it from. Is it's just like, I mean, do your own thing, whatever you feel is best. But maybe just wait until you, especially if that person has kids too. Right. I think it was harder for me to have the kids and the kids because they all were like, oh my gosh, my kids would come home and be like, we're talking about moving in together and my room's going to be like this and we're going to share a room and we're going to go to Disneyland and we're going to. Yeah. They're planning a whole life. Yeah. Having step siblings. Siblings. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. So yeah, I think that's where I pull that from. It's just seeing some of the things my ex has gone through um, with the kids. And he learned from it too. Even well, after sure. that, he even said, he's like, oh my gosh, never again. Like he was like, I feel terrible. I, I'm not introducing them to anybody. And they haven't been introduced to anyone since. And this was a few years ago. So well, that's great. So he did learn. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think I go with the same thing. So in my divorce decree, we actually put in the decree that if we were going to date somebody, 
we had, and we were going to introduce Izzy to this person. We had to let the other person know. Okay. So I got married really quick. (laughs) Didn't really, that part didn't affect me, but for him, he, he does let me know. He'll text me and say, Hey, I've been dating someone. I want to introduce her to Izzy. And he's not, he's not asking my permission. He's just letting, letting me, know. me know the heads up. This is going to happen. I'm going to introduce her to someone. Can I ask you how many times she's been introduced to somebody on dad's side? I want to say three. Okay. Any so of them have kids themselves? One. One had a kid. Um, and Izzy would come home and talk about, you know, playing with this other, I think it was a girl, this other little girl. And, you know, they had fun together. Um, but it didn't last long enough for Izzy to be too attached. So I don't think they spent too much time together, which thank God, but yeah. And I've never seen Izzy devastated over anyone that he's dated and then it's moved on, you know? So I, I do think my exes, um, he's good about introducing someone he's dating as a friend. Now Izzy's old enough to realize a friend is is a girlfriend like she knows yeah but you know I think he's always like because he even recently texted me and said hey I know Izzy is going to be headed to my house home from school soon just a heads up I have a friend over (laughs) she's going to meet her okay you know so it's it's interesting but I did I did appreciate in the divorce decree putting that in there so like I said, it's not permission. He's not asking me for permission. Yeah. It's just a heads up. So I'm aware. So I can have a conversation with her too. Like, I love that you guys have that on? in your decree. I've actually never had anything like that in, in both of mine. I um, think our mediator recommended it. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Which is interesting. Yeah. I for mean, sure. for how many times I've been through it, you'd think that maybe once out of the two, two times. Well, maybe it was due to my situation. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Maybe my husband thought I was a flu or my ex-husband thought I was a floozy. And I'm like, if you're going to date around a million people. If you're going to bring all your gigolos around our daughter. <laughs> no, like I, uh, I don't know. I think we both learned from that. And for me, I just, what happened that kind of broke my heart is our daughter like Izzy. I mean, she's old enough to kind of understand this stuff and she would start getting mad at her dad. Like she started taking it out on dad to where she would just be like the next girl you bring around. I'm just going to tell her to run because you're going to break her heart. Like she would say stuff like that. And I'll just be like, (laughs) Oh snap. Like back in the corner, just like, dang, you tell him, you know? And so, and here's the deal. Like my ex would kind of laugh at this. Like he thinks it's, that that's cute and it's funny and I'm over here being like oh gosh the kid's got issues like she's gonna (laughs) think like no man's gonna like ever around or be stable especially with what like we've all been through already you know and so yeah I think there's been nobody since now my oldest daughter um she's really only been introduced to one person okay with my first um and that was kind of the situation we chatted about back in the episodes of way back the ex the exes episode <laughs> back in um, the blended series yeah and unfortunately that one ended up being you know a little cuckoo and is out of the picture and has been for a while thank goodness um but she was always great to to my daughter she was always great yeah. to our daughter she just was crazy behind the scenes and so uh, 
I think he learned from that too. He, he learned from that scenario where he was just like, okay, I'm never introducing her to anyone again, unless it's legit too. Right. You know, you know, I, I think that's the thing too. When you are a divorced parent and you have kids and you start dating someone and you think it's going somewhere, like we, we get it. We, we honestly do. Like we understand. And the thing is mistakes are going to be made. I think the biggest thing you can do for your kids is when things don't work out or they don't go how you thought they were going to, to have an honest conversation with your kids about it. Let them ask you questions about anything they're curious about, you know, where did it go wrong or what, am I ever going to see this person again or whatever it is. I think having an honest conversation and just realizing that we all, we all make mistakes or we all sometimes don't have the greatest judgment, you know, things happen. We just need to, we need to learn from them like our exes have, and then we can move forward. Well, and here's, I just had this thought too, is I remember even with Mark when I first met him and whatever, like my kids, a lot of people in my life were just like, what the hell are you doing? I mean, I totally remember being at your house. We were having a bachelor night with a bunch of women and there was a few, yes, a few women who were like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You have kids. Why are you, you're moving on so quickly? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? I got so crucified. (laughs) I think I was the only one that was like, oh, I did the same thing. Yeah. I moved on really quick. No, really. It was, I remember that. It was pretty intense. I had a few people, and here's the deal. I know that it was more just out of like, from the outside, people see my situation. And it's like, this is the, you just ended your second marriage. Why would you move this quickly into another thing? They were concerned for you, for sure. Yes. They love you. But... Again, unless you're in it and you're in my shoes, nobody understood what Mark did for me. Nobody understood how Mark treated me. He really, I knew it was something different. And I had a level of trust that wasn't just like, oh, I met this guy on the internet and I love him. Okay. Right. It was like, there was a level of trust of like, this is the brother of someone I've known for years. I know their family. We're very close. There's a, there's, there's an element of trust there that you just kind of have when your best friend is like, oh, my brother's a legit good guy. Like he's been through the ringer. He's been through a couple crazy girls. Like he really has a lot of love to give and you can trust him. Right. And so that's the thing, like, unless you're in my shoes and going through it, people didn't understand what I felt, what I knew. Right. You know, well, the thing is. You know, like I said, it was out of genuine concern for you. And I totally get asking the questions and saying like, you know, because I I do think as a friend, sometimes it is the best to pull someone aside and say, are you you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just want to make sure that you are in the right mind and you're making good decisions, not not these rash decisions that are going to affect everyone, but you're, you're making clear decisions, you know, and I, I don't think that we should get too defensive over that. However, also if your friends are seeing red flags, which they weren't in your case, they were just concerned you were moving on. Yeah. You know, but if you're, if you're seeing red flags, definitely speak up. You know what I mean? Like bring those red flags to the forefront, to the person's attention, but then you also have to let them make their own. 
Well, this is what decision. I was going to say because it was super fast, but it was it also wasn't just like, oh, hey, kids, like I found somebody I'm going to date. Like they, here's your new dad. Like <laughs> they they came to that Christmas thing, you know, at their house with me, and they were there and like playing with all the little kids that they were already friends with, and they saw, you know, they met my stepdaughter at the time. She right. was just Mark's daughter, right? Um, they saw me talking to Mark. Then after that, it was like New Year's and my sister-in-law, who was just my friend at the time, invited us up for New Year's and invited her brother, right? And so my kids were around Mark without it being like, hey, this is who I'm dating. Like they just knew like, oh, this is this is, you know, Lindsay's brother, yep. right? And um, and his daughter and like everyone had fun playing. And so by the time Mark and I even had that connection and, and realized like, oh, we have something here. My kids were already just kind of like, and I talked to them. This is what I was right. going to say. I had this thought. I remember talking to my kids and saying, listen, I know that we've been through a lot. Right. And here's the deal. My oldest was so little. I mean, her dad and I were over when she was like a a tiny baby, like a few months old. Right. Okay. I mean, she didn't know any different, but then her seeing me go through, you know, the divorce with my previous ex. Yeah. Second ex-husband, like that was her stepdad who raised her for years. And so I did talk with them and I said, listen, I know that you girls, we've been through a lot. I want to know how you feel about mom dating someone or whatever. And the first words out of their mouths were, is it Mark? (laughs) And I was like, well, that's why I'm talking to you. Like, how do you feel if I would maybe start to date Mark? And they were like, oh, well, I almost said her name. Can at the time my stepdaughter can she come over is she gonna come over and play like they were so excited yeah that it kind of made me realize like okay this isn't this doesn't have to be like a negative thing like my kids are excited as long as I'm open with them and I did ask them after Mark and I knew we were getting serious I said do you guys like Mark do you like my stepdaughter right her name I I don't I can't I can't use names right right in that scenario do you like her do you like Mark how would you feel? You know, and I asked all the questions. So I think that's important to ask your kids, even if you, after you do introduce them to someone, make sure that they know their feelings, make sure that you know their feelings. Yes. They need to be heard in this situation, Yeah, you know, because they do have feelings. They do have things. And even if they don't like the person you're dating there, there's, a whole range of reasons why they might not like that person. It's not their mom or it's not their dad or it's, yeah. you know, they, they might be angry at the situation or maybe they are seeing things that you're not seeing. Like, but having an honest conversation with them and allowing them to come to you with their concerns or, you know, just allowing them to be upset sometimes about the situation is a good is a really good thing. Yeah. And I feel like I got pretty lucky. I mean, here's the thing. It's never ideal to have marriages not work out, right? For your family. The ideal situation for everybody is to fall in love, get married to that person and live happily ever after forever and ever. Okay. But that's not Not the reality. It's not reality. And in our divorce episodes, we talked a lot about that where I'm never going to feel bad that two marriages didn't work out for my kids. Why? Because I think my kids, the reason I say I felt like I got pretty lucky, they knew that it was better 
for me and my ex not to be together. They knew that it was better for mom and dad not to be together. They honestly did. It was so volatile. We had so much fighting, so much fighting and like hostile, crazy, not okay fighting. Yeah. To where unfortunately that is the embarrassing part for me. Like I hate looking back and thinking that my children saw that. Um, you know, I mean, here's the deal. Everybody out there gets in arguments. I don't care who you are. Marriage isn't easy, but we had extra hard times in our marriage, right? Not the normal hard times in our marriage. Right. And so there was unfortunately times where like our daughter would stand in between us and go stop it. Like with our arms out to both of us. And in those moments we would just be like, Oh shit. Like, what are we doing? Taking what are, it a little too far. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing to these kids? What are we doing to ourselves? And that's just where we started to feel like this is not okay, right? And so I think by the time Mark came along and they saw mom really happy again, my kids understood like it was an okay thing. It was This was a good thing for mom. Yeah. And Most now, kids want their, their parents to be happy, you know? And my oldest was so young. She was only eight at the time. Yeah. You know, and so Mark and I have been together five years now, right? And blending comes with its own bushel of issues. Marriage is always going to be difficult in a lot of ways. Yep. Um, Mark and I have worked through a hell of a lot in the last five years, and I think are coming out stronger than we ever have been. Um, and so, but there are even times now where my kids, your kids might not like the person you're with or might think that that person's mean because they disciplined them if it's a stepchild. There's always going to be those Oh, yes. Blending is fun. (laughs) So I think like even if you do introduce your kids to someone and they kind of have their issues, maybe they're at an older age, whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to break up with that person or, oh, this isn't working, right? Right. No, it doesn't. Even if your kid is not liking the person you're dating, what I was saying is just allow your child to express that to you without getting angry with them without getting because they might have some valid points and then again they're you know they might not they might they might even just not even know why they don't like this person you know it could be for so many reasons it's just having the conversation and letting your kid be honest with you and letting them have their feelings and you know that you might be really lucky and they might love that person but let me ask you this, Britt, because this is a question we get all the time too. Okay. How would you prefer that your exes introduce someone they're dating to your kids? Do you want them to introduce them as a friend or this is dad's girlfriend or? Well, it's kind of like, I mean, if we're talking about present time right now in life. Your kids are old enough My kids to aren't stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, my girls now are just always like you know, my oldest, oldest for my first marriage is seriously just like, I think dad has a girlfriend. <laughs> I think dad's seen somebody. I'm like, what do you mean? And she'll be like, I don't know. There's just things he says he's not, but like, she just, she's just smart. Yeah. She's picking up smart, on, things. you know, she picks up on stuff. So yeah, at this rate, like I think just call it how it is. Cause my kids aren't dumb. They're, they're going to know Correct. that it's someone dad's dating. They get it. Right. But I think if you're little, you know, if they're little children, um, it depends. I mean, Mark introduced me to my stepdaughter, you know, at the time, his daughter as, yeah, even to her, like someone he was dating and she was just so excited to be around my kids. That she, I don't even think she cared about anything else. She was just like, oh, she has daughters. Woohoo. Like awesome. And so we didn't, I don't know. We didn't really have that, that 
part of it either. Well, that I think that's my thought too. Like, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it matters, but you know, your kid best. So if you think they're going to react negatively to saying, this is my girlfriend or this is my boyfriend. Yeah. I would start with a friend. Yeah. You know, this is, this is mom's friend. This is dad's friend. You know, I don't we're going to go any, and do something together today or, you know, like, yeah, I don't think there's any right or wrong. I, I think it's either. just your personal preference and like how street smart your kids are. Right. But also, yeah, when they get to a certain age, don't lie to them either. You know, like, oh yeah. Once they get to a certain age, they're wise enough to know and see through the friend thing. So, oh, yeah. I mean, there were times where like my son was literally like his dad's little wingman. Like he'd be at like the <laughs> restaurant, like winking at the lady, just like, dad, she's cute. You should talk to her. Like, and he's like five years old. And I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> you know? So I feel like my kids just embrace it on, on both sides. Like if their dad is with somebody, they're excited about it. I just think our middle daughter kind of gained a little anxiety with like, when dad does date somebody, she's just like, well, when's it going to blow up in our faces? Like this isn't going to last. So yeah. So I hope for him, the next person that comes along, you know, um, I don't know. We'll see. I guess time will tell there hasn't been anybody yet. So I don't know. And I'm not saying for him, I'm just saying nobody's been introduced yet. Right. But yeah, friend, girlfriend, Hey, this is someone I've been hanging out with. Whatever works for you. Yeah. You know, your kids. What else? Did we have anyone ask any other questions about this? I think. I think that was our big. Oh, a time limit. Um, like how, oh, long, how long should you wait? Did we go over that? Uh, a little. I mean, like, you said you, your advice would be to wait until you know it's going somewhere. Yeah. So I don't think there's like, yeah, you can't really sit here and be like, I would wait two months. You I would wait to six wait months. 90 days. Yeah. Like a divorce. No. Yeah. So no really time frame. I just think whenever you know. It's there. Something's there. Yeah. The things are moving forward. Not. uh, Yeah. Because I was going to say maybe not a first or second date, but sometimes, you know, every situation is so different. Like let's, let's role play here. I mean, let's say you're in a situation where, you know, dad leaves the home and mom is devastated and didn't want the marriage to end. But one person leaves when the other person doesn't want it to end. And those kids are devastated. Yeah. Probably not your best move to introduce your kids three days later to your new girlfriend of why you left mom. Like, right. It it just depends what your situation is, you know, really? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I would go, I would go with (laughs) maybe like everything. Use your best judgment though. Like, yeah, we're all trying our best. We don't, we're not out to scar our kids or, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're trying our best. So use your best judgment on the time frame. If you think that things are going somewhere or you really like this person and you're hoping that there's a future, then I don't see a problem, you know, and also keeping communication open with your kids about when things end or, you know, or when things are beginning to have yeah. a conversation with your kids. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's our two cents. Yeah. Relationships are tough anyway. So here's the deal with Whit and I too. Like we, do not have judgment on anyone because we've both just dumb done some dumb shit moves in our lives and seen some shit. You guys, there's no judgment from us. I promise, (laughs) you know? And so it's like, I don't know. We don't judge anyone for anything. We're just here to kind of give you our tidbits and 
Give you our two cents, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Just just talk about some stuff and see what you think. (laughs) Hopefully you got something out of this episode of some do's or don'ts of what Britt and I think. Yeah. Uh, Until next time, you guys, whether you introduce your kids or don't introduce your kids, whether it's your friend or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your coworker or your lover or your lover, (laughs) uh, keep it real.